Gonzaga Nation SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. We have a special guest, one of our journalists who did a phenomenal job in year one for Gonzaga Nation SI is back for year two. You've probably read his taglines, his headlines. We're going to preview the craziness in the kennel, which hard to believe is this weekend. Cole Forsman, thanks for joining. Great, great to be on today, Dan. I'm excited for another year, another crazy year of Gonzaga basketball. Craziness is right around the corner. The schedule was just released yesterday, so we're already back into it, and we haven't even tipped off yet. Well, we're going to talk craziness in a minute, but you mentioned the schedule was just released. You and I had a chance to look at the schedule before it was publicly released what are your thoughts when you look at that overall schedule? Because I think it's a gauntlet. Uh, yeah, I mean, we it's comparable to last year, and it's maybe even tougher than last year. Um, you know, we've got potentially six top 25 teams, um, if everything holds according to preseason rankings. Four of those could be in a two-week span. Like, it's, it's a gauntlet, that non-conference schedule. Um, and yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. None of them are at home, uh, unless you include Kentucky, which is at the arena, but none in the kennel, which um, just adds on to that. You know, it's going to be difficult for the Zags, but uh, excited to see what happens. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun uh, to track this non-conference. I had a quick uh, podcast the other day that we released just in regards to um, this may be, as you kind of alluded to last year's schedule and this year's, this may be the toughest because there's no true home games against those elite programs. Um, that's always been one of the mantras of Gonzaga's program, play anybody, anywhere, anytime. And also with no excuses, there's no excuses in getting ready in the college basketball world these days. And one of the ways that you have to get ready is by recruiting top level talent. And many times you host those top level recruits and that talent on a weekend such as craziness in the kennel. Give us your thoughts about craziness in the kennel, both from a student perspective, a student journalist perspective, as well as then what looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, from a student perspective, it's, it's hype on campus. You know, it's, it falls on the same weekend as fall family weekend at Gonzaga. So Parents are here. A lot of people that, you know, don't get to see a lot of Gonzaga basketball during the season in person. So obviously there's a lot of hype as a student. I know tickets just um, were available. So my friends are all scrambling to get them. But, and as a student journalist, you know, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the new guys. We don't have, you know, as many as we've had in the past. You think about Chet last year, Jalen Suggs, a couple years ago, those top level recruits that come in and, all eyes are on them, but this year it's it's the two new guys, Malachi Smith, Efton Reed, via the transfer. Um, I'm really curious to see how they are integrated into uh, the rest of the core because you know it's it's only October, so and that's something that I I like to keep in mind as a journalist too is sometimes the play might look you know a little sloppier than what we've accustomed to seeing from Gonzaga, but only a few practices in or still trying to integrate guys trying to get back into the flow of things. So that's what I sort of look for is where are we in terms of um, coming along as, as a whole unit, you know, I'm looking at it, many individual performances, just how cohesive are we um, at this point 
you know, starting the season off that craziness. So you mentioned the two players out of the transfer portal that were highly regarded, Efton Reed, Malik Smith. There's a number of, uh, I don't want to call them true veterans yet because uh, guys like Nolan Hickman, Hunter Salas, they had enough minutes to not call them to, to, to get comfortable, but they haven't been relied upon uh, game in and game out. Are you most looking forward to on craziness, seeing the comfort level of a Nolan Hickman, a Hunter Salas, or getting your eyes on uh, Efton Reed or Malachi Smith for the first time? Yeah, I think, especially with Nolan, you know, he's a potential candidate to start at the point guard position and do a lot of the ball handling stuff. So I'm very curious to see uh, how he sort of controls the offense at times, and as well as Dominic Harris coming off the injury last season, you know, where is he as far as his rehab goes? You know, is he going to be hundred um, percent? And yeah, Malachi Smith, Efton Reed, I'm curious to see how, you know, what their roles are going to be. Both bring something, you know, different than what um, is currently on the roster from last season. You got Malachi Smith who could play the guard or the wing. I mean, he's six, five, he's strong. Um, he could penetrate. He, you know, big, big physical body. So I'm curious to see how, uh, where he plays in the lineup, as well as Efton Reed, what his defensive impact uh, is going to be. Um, but yeah, like you mentioned, there are players who we can't call them, you know, they just, they weren't relied upon, as you said. So um, it'll be interesting to see where they are now um, in terms of taking that next step to see if they can take on more responsibility with the new guys that come in. So you as a journalist for Gonzaga Nation SI, you watch the games closely. You do a tremendous job writing articles pre and post game, as well as some in-depth uh, pieces. I I'm going to put you on the hot seat here because usually when you write, you have a little bit more time to gather your thoughts, put them in or in line and, and, you know, dot your I's, cross your T's. Really quickly, who's going to win the three-point contest if they have one because they've had one in the past? Who's the three-point champ this year? Rozier Bolton. I, it's hard not to, I mean, he was near the top. I believe, I think he was at the top of the WCC three point uh, staying last year. So I expect him, I believe Nolan Hickman won it last year, but uh, I'm going to go with Rozier Bolton this time around. All right. How about slam dunk competition? I know I never competed in any of those when my, uh, when my career was, was in the midst of it, but who's your slam dunk champ this year at craziness in the kennel? It's hard not to pick Hunter Salas. I believe he won it last year. Um, I think Dominic Harris could give him a, a good run for his money. Um, I think both are going to throw down some insane dunks, though. It, it's going to be fun. Probably the most hyped uh, dunk contest uh, that we're, we're going to have if it happens. All right. And you typically at craziness in the kennel, there's a 12 to 15 minute scrimmage. Uh, they try to split the teams fairly evenly. I'm sure a lot of people will look into, hey, this is the starting group versus this. That's normally not the case. Uh, there's lots of guys that are still vying for rotational minutes, uh, potential starting spots. But give me your quick pick on who you think the MVP will be. Of oh, MVP of the scrimmage. Wow. You know, I think we've talked about it, or at least, you know, ever since the draft combine, how great Julian Strother was there. We sort of see that. Um, 
sometimes, you know, we'll see the, the veterans maybe, you know, pull it back a little bit, maybe just try to get back into the flow, take it easy. But um, I think Julian Strother could play um, regardless. Awesome. Well, our producer, Christian, uh, making a comment about the T-shirt that I happen to wear uh, for the recording of the podcast, Boise State Basketball. For anybody out there, yes, I'm a fan, alum, booster, player, whatever you want to say, number one. But my connection to Boise State uh, is strong because of Leon Rice uh, and many other reasons why. But if you have another team, Cole, that you're pulling for outside of Gonzaga basketball this year, who would it be? Man, another team outside of Gonzaga basketball. You know, it's hard to think about. Um, I'm from the other side of the state. So I've, I rode with the Huskies a lot. I root for their, you know, UW, you know, I try to pull for them. It's going to be awkward. Well, maybe not so awkward, but when they come to town um, later in the season, it's, you know, I, I would say UW basketball. They, they've had some great years. They've had some down years, but, you know, not a lot, a whole lot of Gonzaga connection, but probably the Huskies. Well, that game will be televised uh, regionally through Root Sports. I'll have the call as of now with uh, Greg Heister and Richard Fox for that game, but um, most people don't realize this. I still cheer and pull for the Huskies as long as it's not against Gonzaga, so I'm right there with you. So um, I'm not going to say it. I'll just say go Zags, but uh, appreciate you joining, and uh, have fun at craziness in the kennel. I know you got a lot of responsibilities in, in covering the event, but we'll catch up with our recap next week shortly after.